Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the number one podcast for Airbnb hosts and short-term rental professionals. You're listening to an episode of STR Conversations, hosted by myself, Jasper Rivers, and Eric Muller. Every Friday, we release a new episode where Eric and I have an organic conversation and discuss what's happening in the short-term rental industry and share what we're learning in our hosting businesses and through working with the thousands of students that go through our coaching programs. So this episode is brought to you by Legends X, our 90-day short-term rental accelerator program that's designed to help you skill your hosting business by getting you out of the daily operations so you can free up your time and become the CEO of your business instead of the manager and that allows you to focus on high-level tasks that really move the needle in your business and allow you to grow. And we do that by giving you the systems and teaching you how to build a team so you can actually delegate all those lower-level tasks. So for more information about Legends X and how to join, visit strlegends.com slash X. That is strlegends.com slash X. You are listening to an episode of SDR Conversations of the Get Paid for Your Pad podcast hosted by Jasper Rivers and Eric Miller. So let's dive in. Get paid for your pad. 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 What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 506 of Get Paid for Your Pad. And today I have a very special guest. She uh, is one of our Legends X students. She's now in our Rising Star Masterminds. Her name is Jackie Nadine. She's the founder of Phoenix Stays. And she's recently started testing out a, a platform that you may have heard about. It's called PeerSpace, where you can rent out your homes for photo shoots and any type of daytime activities. So we're going to dive into that and uh, get Jackie's experience. So Jackie, welcome to the show. Thank you. Super excited to be here. Thanks, Jasper. Yeah. Yeah. You shared with me that you listen to almost, almost every episode. So that I was really excited to hear that. Do you have like a favorite, favorite episode? Oh gosh. I'm a podcast junkie, but your 500th episode was pretty cool. Just to kind of hear the story where you started and actually your, your consistency. Mm. And it always goes back to that. So it, it was good to hear that again. But yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Consistency is key for sure. Tell us a little bit about your, about your background. Like, How did you get started with Airbnb? So we actually have a real estate business here in Phoenix, Arizona. And we work with a lot of investors. We've done flips over the years, dozens of flips. We have a few long-term rentals that we manage and run and own. We came across a property in January of 2020 that we actually sold the property to this client and he was moving back home out of state. So we thought, you know, this is a good opportunity. It's a mile from our home in Phoenix. So we thought, well, let's just jump on this. It's a one bedroom condo, no restrictions as far as HOA goes. So we we jumped on that, not really sure if we were gonna do short-term rental or long-term rental, but either way, we knew it was gonna be a, a good option. We decided to furnish it, do some upgrades to it. And we we actually closed on that property. I think it was January 20th. And during the escrow process, we were renovating it and updating it. 
Then we had our first booking January 23rd. So we listed it on the 20th and we had our first booking on the 23rd as a short-term rental. And it all just kind of happened pretty fast. So we had our very first guest that January 23rd and she was, I couldn't describe a more perfect guest. She left us a gift. She left us a handwritten note about her experience and how nice it was that she was to get away and she was having issues. And it just went on and on. I thought, gosh, if we can touch lives like this, this is amazing. It just felt so good and it felt right. And that I think as most people say, it becomes addicting. <laughs> so that was our first, our very first short-term rental. And how many do you have right now? So right now we have 16. We pretty much have a hybrid model. So we, we own about six of our properties and the rest we manage. And all the ones that we manage are for owners that are out of state that we've helped mm-hmm. either with their, their purchase and then the design aspect and now the full management. Yeah. And we, we spoke before on the podcast with people who are combining the, the, the real estate business with the short to rental. And it seems like a really good combination. Like there's a lot of synergy there. So much. And it, it's so similar too. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Sweet. Let, let's talk about peer space, right? Cause I've been kind of following what you've been doing and I noticed you, you, you're having some success with it. I think a lot of people right now, they're, they're thinking about like, Hey, what do we do during the slow season? Right. When our units aren't as occupied or what are some other ways that we can monetize our space outside of just Airbnb and, you know, the other platforms. So why did you get into, get into Spear Space in the, in the first place? Yeah. To be honest with you, I didn't know anything about it. And we had a, a really odd lull in June this past summer couldn't figure out what was going on. And then, you, you know, other people were talking about having the same issues, but I happened to get your email actually one day that you sent out about pure space. And, and so I Googled it and I'm like, I don't really do much research. I kind of just died in. So I got on the site and I threw one of our listings on there, one of our more luxury listings. And I'm like, we'll see what happens. And we got booked and then we got booked and booked and booked. So we, we, it was a series of about five bookings consecutively. And then I had to kind of back up and realize, wait, what's going on? What are we supposed to be doing here? But yeah, we, we were just trying to fill those gaps. We had some gaps in there for the month and just trying to be creative and knew that there was a way we, we needed to pivot. We needed to pivot. We needed to pivot quick. So I think just jumping on pure space, it's, we were able to supplement, I want to say $6,000 that month through Pure Space for just the one property. So we tested that one property out and thought we would put a couple others on there and see what happened and definitely found that there's a niche. Mm. There's a niche for certain properties. Not every property is going to be a good fit for it. And so we backed out the other two and we just keep the, the one that's a little bit more of a luxury property on there. And we're using that right now to fill the gaps during the week. We're not necessarily using it on weekends because our season's starting to pick up again. So yeah. we'll try to manage, you know, if we have an opening and if it does work, we'll definitely continue on with that. Yeah. So can you talk a little bit more about what, what kind of, yeah, what is peer space? Like what kind of, what are people doing when they book mm-hmm. your place? So like, is it for like a photo shoot or something or? Yeah. So we've had, We've had an array of things. We've had photo shoots. We've had commercials, videos. We actually have an engagement party. It's really all kinds of things. And a lot of the commercials are done in two parts. So they'll have it for an entire day. 
and then they'll do the second part the next day or a couple of days later. So they do it in two separate parts. So that's full days worth of shooting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And what are some of the differences? Like, you know, when people are listening to this and they're, they might be contemplating like, Hey, is this something for me? Like what, what are some things that we have to think about? You already mentioned like, Hey, this is, you know, this works for certain homes. Is it mostly you think the luxury homes that people are looking for on the platform? Not necessarily luxury homes. I think, yeah, I've had some people ask me, what is it about this house? And my first instinct is just, it's design and it's having something that's unique for what they're looking for. So we had a, a culinary commercial that they were videoing, doing a, a video shoot for, and they're just using all the high-end kitchen appliances and there's a big open space. So they had room for the crew to shoot. So I think that's drawn people in. We do have a incredible master suite in this bedroom, or I'm sorry, in this listing where it's a super large master bedroom with the fireplace on the other side of the fireplace is a, a work area. So designated work area with a desk and the fireplace on the other side, and then a huge master luxury master bath. So I think that has drawn people in for doing work events. You know, if, if they're trying to do a video shoot of somebody working, a bathroom has drawn people in for video shoots, showers, it, it, it's all kinds of stuff. Mm. What's like the difference, you know, between like Airbnb and, and peer space other, other than that, you know, it's not overnight, right? So right. the guests are coming during the day, they rent it for a certain amount of hours or can they rent it just for half a day or a full day? How does that work? Yeah. So it's not an overnight. Pure space is purely a daily booking platform. It's an hourly rate. And we, at first we had a two hour minimum and then we have added a three hour minimum. Yeah. Obviously the cleaning is not as, and it depends on the, the type of booking. There are several different options that somebody can book on pure space. They can do a meeting, they could do an event video shoot or photo shoot. Typically with the photo shoots and the the meetings, they're really just using like the long dining room table. They're not going in the bedrooms. The cleaning is a whole lot lighter in most cases. Yeah, it, it all depends on their event. I mean, if they're, if they're having an, an event, like we have an engagement party coming up, that will require a bigger cleaning fee and a lot more back-end work. Yeah. How does the rate compare to the nightly rate that, you, that you're charging on peer space? Because you're charging per hour. Right. So this property in particular does really well in the peak season. But right now in summer, our average, our ADR is going to say 350 per night. Pure space, we are charging 200 an hour with a two wow. to $300 cleaning fee. And then for events, we're up to, I think, 275 an hour. Wow. Yeah. So you're almost charging as much per hour as, as a overnight. Literally. That's, yeah. Wow. That's really interesting. I had a conversation with a friend of mine who's a photographer and asked her about it. I'm like, is this something that you guys do? I mean, tell me who, what kind of spaces you're looking for as a photographer. And it's just interesting to hear her say, there's nothing like this. We don't have our own studios that we can, you know, afford to, have a lease on ourselves. So if we do have a shoot, it's a perfect mm. place for us to just, you know, a couple hours and get in as many photo shoots as possible. So I think the demand is there. I guess that was shocking for me to hear her say that, that they really don't have anywhere to go. So this is new for them and they're loving it. Yeah. Yeah. That make, it makes sense. Is it easier to deal with 
daytime guests than overnights. Is there a big difference or no? I think there is. I think I, it's just been a super easy process, all of it. You know, we talk to the guests before they come, discuss, you know, what they're looking to do, what equipment they need, what space they need. We have never had an issue with a guest or something. It, it, it's, it's very different. It's very different. Yeah. And I can imagine like if you're, you know, if you're dealing with a professional company that's doing a photo shoot and they're paying like, you know, two, $300 an hour, I can imagine like it's, it's nice to work with professionals. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. We, we actually had a surgeon do a video for a, it was a commercial, a local surgeon and he had all his crew with them. And I guess because they did spend so much money, they were so, it just seems like everybody's super respectful of your space. You know, they're come there for a professional meeting or it's a, like you said, a business or a corporation and they just seem to be super respectful. Hmm. And they're not using the beds, right? So you don't have to do a lot of laundry. So I, I imagine the cleaning is easier too. Cleaning is for the most part easier. We did have a couple of shoots where they brought their kids with, so the kids just jumped on the bed. So <laughs> we are cleaning, we had to go through and yeah, do all those beds. But yeah, typically it's it's a completely different type of clean. Yeah. What are some, um, if someone's like thinking about you know, potentially testing this out, like what, what kind of advice can you give people? Or are there some things that you didn't realize that you kind of learned as you got, as you got into it? Hmm. I just, you know, I, I don't know if there's anything specifically that we've learned since we started. I think it's, it's been pretty smooth. I, I just think for most people that are scared to do it, just give it a shot. Hmm. I mean, it's free to list. You can meet them there on site. You know, you can do a background chat. I mean, all of that. And it's important to ask what rooms they're using and if they need anything that's specific. There are also add-ons that you can offer. So mm-hmm. if somebody is having a corporate meeting at your house, we can offer catering services, things like that. So there's a lot of add-ons that I know people are really good at using. We will work on implementing that as time goes on. But I still feel like we're still a little bit new to yeah. space. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And it's a, I mean, we've had the founder of, of Peerspace on the podcast, but it's, and they've been around for a while, but you know, it takes a long time for these type of platforms to, to really get traction to where they, where they're like, you know, well-known like Airbnb, like I started in 2012, Airbnb was founded in 2007. So they were, they've been around for five years, but I remember when I started on Airbnb and I was telling people about it, nobody knew what it was, you know, right. but they, they, they've right. been around, they've been around for five years already at the time. Right, right. And, and I think that was shocking for me to talk to people who would be using those kind of spaces and they haven't heard of it. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. like the photographers. Yeah. And, and so I think that yeah. that's key. And it opens up a whole other business model, in my opinion. You know, when you're looking for properties to invest in, now my eyes, I'm looking at different things. I'm like, oh, wait, this mm. could be really used on yeah. space, this background or this backyard or this yoga mm-hmm. studio. So it, it's, it's a whole other business. Yeah. To get bookings on Peerspace, is, does it work kind of similar to uh, as to Airbnb, where you you need to have like a fast response rate and good reviews and and things like that? Yeah, I, yeah, it definitely has. You have to have a good response rate. The nice thing about Peerspace is, you know, I, there was talk, and I think they actually just started to link calendars mm. together. We have not done that because with Peerspace, our bookings, if we get a, a request for a booking on Peerspace. 
we can always then look at our calendar mm -hmm. on our PMS and say, okay, this, this is a good day of the week to do this. We don't have a booking here. This will work. They can't, I, at least I don't know that they can instantly book. So then we can go back to pure space and take a look and say, yep, yeah, that'll work. And then we, you know, accept the booking and then block it on our calendar. Yeah. Yeah. I remember last time I spoke to them, they, they were talking about this, those calendars, right. To syncing those calendars. Cause that's obviously right. that's an important thing to make it more attractive for people, for Airbnb hosts to start using it. Cause I don't know very many people who like just use peer space, right. It sounds like most, most hosts are using it the way that you're using it, right. To fill up certain gaps in your calendar, you know, that would be a, a huge functionality improvement if, if they can actually match up those calendars. I remember you posted in our, in our Slack community, you posted that you accidentally had like a back-to-back -back booking during the day. And I, I added up the numbers. And if I'm correct, like, I think you ended up making $1,750 in one day. Yeah. yeah that, that was not intentional. Um, <laughs> that was kind of an oops. We did have a booking and he was, I want to say from seven to five was the first booking. And we had that all coordinated. And we did get another request and my VA, I think was super excited <laughs> and responded to that second one and said, yeah, we're, we got it. So he actually accepted it. And then by the time I saw it, I was like, oh my gosh, how are we going to do this? It was 7.30 to five and then a five to 8 PM booking. So I immediately reached out to the second group and just said, this is a situation. If you can give us a 30 minute because he was actually doing a photo shoot. And if you can give us a 30 minute, just so we can get in there and get everything, you know, make sure it's perfect for you guys. And he was super, super accommodating. It was no problem. So my team was actually basically on the street waiting <laughs> for <laughs> the first party to leave. And as they were bringing out their equipment, my team was racing in there and getting everything dialed in. And so it, it worked out, but yeah, I think at the end of the day, it was a $1,800 oops <laughs> but it wow. worked out they both gave five-star review i mean it was great it, it, it worked it was a little stressful but yeah 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 i can imagine these that's not ideal to have those My back thing, to back, but but still you could do you could do two bookings in one day let's say you get like a 7 a.m to until like 2 p.m and then, then do like a four to eight or something like that sure. have you had that before we have we have and then we have, like I said, a lot of times we have the commercials that are maybe a Friday, eight to two, and then the next day is a seven to four or something. So it's a two-part series. And now what we're seeing is a lot of the guests that we have from Pure Space, now that they know our space so well, they're rebooking. Mm. So we've had nice. a, quite a bit. Yeah, it's kind of cool to have repeat guests and they know what they're going to, you know, walking into. They know the space. They know what yeah. they're, they're going to use. Yeah. Yeah, repeat guests are are so easy to deal with. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and you know they're happy already, you know, because they they've experienced it, so there's no surprises. Yeah, yeah, and it's also like, you know, like they're 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 there to do something professionally versus like a lot of the times our guests on Airbnb are there for vacation, right? And you know, maybe they there's not a lot of room for error when it comes to the experience. No. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause it's like, you know, let's say you have, you go on holiday once a year or something like, you know, exactly. it kind of has to be perfect. Cause otherwise you kind of feel like 
end. Like that's disappointing, right? Versus you know, if you're doing a photo shoot and there's there's a small issue or something, like, you know, I mean they're professionals, they're dealing with issues all the time, right? Right. Yeah. And they're there to to go in, do their business and get out. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I, I can imagine that it's a that that's a big advantage for sure. Yeah. Um, what are you, what are your plans like going forward with this? Is this something that you want to expand or continuously be doing in, in, in select properties? Or do you think in the high season, it's still more profitable to just focus on the overnight stays? Yeah, you know, I think that's a little up in the air. I think what we'll do is play it by ear, you know, and, and mm-hmm. see what comes up. We are, like I said, hitting our busy season. So things are starting to look really quick, which... I don't know, you know, if, if somebody's lo- looking up your space to book our space, if we'll even have any vacancies mm-hmm. for those dates. So it's, we'll just kind of wait and see. We will definitely stay on there. And we did just add one more luxury property that we just started managing that has a fantastic kitchen and backyard and, and all of that. So we'll see what that one does as well. And again, the beauty of it is, is you get to see what the guest is quite like what the dates that they're looking at on pair space before accepting it. So you they're not auto instant booking. So then mm-hmm. we're scrambling. So it's nice to be able to see that and then look at our calendar and say that makes sense or it doesn't. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. To find some really cool properties, unique spaces to kind of make a, a niche business with pure space as well with casitas and like I said, yoga studios and things like that. So we're exploring. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, what's what I always think with the, with these type of marketplaces, just like Airbnb, when you, when you focus on it as one of the first adopters, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of opportunity, right. To get in like before everybody else does. So I think that's a great idea of like thinking now, like, Hey, what kind of spaces are in high demand on this platform, right? What's needed in, in your marketplace. And maybe even, yeah, maybe even talking to some investors of saying like, hey, we're going to, you know, we have a new business model that we're offering. Because maybe some investors or some, maybe some property owners, maybe they they like the idea that there's just like professional stuff going on in their house versus people staying overnight. So mm-hmm. there might also be demand from, you know, from homeowners and, and investors who might like that model as well. So, so yeah, it's definitely interesting development. For yeah, sure. and typically our investors are all about the revenue. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you, we've had a couple of people say, yeah, I don't think I want that in my house. But our investor clients are like, bring it on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bring it on. That That's incredible revenue. And so they're super supportive. And so yeah. that, they're, they're seeing the results, you know, especially during the slow season. It's just a great yeah. way to pivot and keep moving forward. And by the way, you're you're in Phoenix. Like it seems like your high and low season are a bit different from from most markets, right? Because the, the summer is is not the high season for you, is it? No, no, it's not. It's just, it's about 115 here in the summer. Oh wow! Yeah, so definitely slows down. But I just yeah, July was good. August was good. June was just a little bit odd for it. So that's where we just decided we've got to make some some kind of pivot and see what happens. And that's when we jumped on pure space. And so maybe summer months will be great for, you know, to really beef up our pure space business. Yeah. Yeah. To wrap up this podcast, I I would love to go back to what you said earlier, you know, how you got into it. Like, it seems like you're, you're kind of like an action taker versus somebody who 
thinks about things for a long time before before doing something which <laughs> i think is which i think is really is really good because I, I feel like most people tend to get stuck into the analyzing and contemplating you know right. especially when it comes to trying something new so can you walk us through like what's your what's your mindset behind that of, of just jumping into it right away i don't know if you want to call it impulsive <laughs> but I, yeah i don't tend to do a whole lot of hemming and hawing. If I see something and I and it and it's coming from somebody that is obviously I have a great deal of respect for you guys. And when you sent that email, I thought, gosh, they're putting this out there. I'm going to read about it. And I we just jumped in on it. I, I'm not somebody that does a whole lot of hemming and hawing. Mm. <laughs> just dive in because if you don't dive in, you won't ever do it. And yeah. you'll find a million other excuses of why you can't do it. I'd rather just jump in and then figure it out as we go. Yeah. I don't know if that's the best way to do things, but it seems to be working <laughs> at least for this business. Yeah. Is that something that is that something that you've you've always done like kind of jumping into things or is that something that you kind of learned throughout throughout your life? No, I think I've pretty much always been a little when I get my mindset on something, I'm just going to do it. Yeah. And then figure it out as we go. Yeah, no, I right. think it's always been me. Yeah. Awesome. Sweet. Well, uh, thanks so much for for being on the on the podcast today. It was super super cool to to hear your story. Any final thoughts? And and let people know how they can find you if they if they you know want to work with you or maybe want to stay in Phoenix sometime. Yeah, for sure. So we are. You can find us at phoenixstays.com, and that's P H X Phoenix. Yeah, we have sixteen properties, some luxury, some condos, and we're about to hit peak season. So we would love to host any guest. And then we also have our management company that we do full service concierge. We call it a boutique type management company just because we we like to keep things not so much about quantity, but quality. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you can find us at phoenixdays.com. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jackie. I'm excited to see how this peer space journey involves you. Yeah. I'll see you around in the, in the Rising Stars Mastermind. Awesome. Thank you, Jasper. You got it. And thanks everybody for listening. Of course, Eric and I will be back on Friday with another episode. So we'll see you then. Thank you so much for listening to Get Paid for Your Pad, the number one podcast for Airbnb hosts and short-term rental professionals. We really hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you want to learn more about air hosting on Airbnb and building a short-term rental business, then go ahead and subscribe to our daily email newsletter at getpaidforyourpad.com. And if you're just starting out on Airbnb, make sure to download our free Airbnb starter guide at getpaidforyourpad.com forward slash get started. If you enjoy this podcast, make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening for a chance to win lifetime access to the short-term rental Profit Academy, which is our starter course for anybody who wants to start hosting on Airbnb. So every month we select one reviewer at random and give that person access to the course. So thank you for listening. Check back every Monday for a new episode of the host show and every Friday for an episode of STR Conversations of the Get Paid for Your Pad podcast. Thank you and see you soon. Yeah.
よ」